Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to Wednesday, March 29, the Bible Reading Plan Podcast from Victory Point. This is Pam and Tara again, um, and I totally, totally forgot yesterday to, for, to ask a little bit of Tara's testimony. So she's going to go on and talk about that a little bit and also how they came to um, come to VP and yeah. the story behind that. So we're going to cover two days in one in this beginning part. S- sounds good. Okay. So um, when Scott and I got married um, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. um, we uh, I grew up going to Harlem Church. Love that church. Um, my parents still go there. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, we got married, and we lived relatively close to here, okay. to Victory Point. We, okay. um, we lived er, on the east side of the highway. And just kind of feeling this, like, stir to maybe go somewhere else um, and start our own yes. journey together yes. Yes. in a church. Mm-hmm. Because when I would go there, it was like everyone knew me. Everyone knew my yep. family. Yep. And Poor Scott. Yeah, poor Scott. That was me with my husband. He's like, yeah, he had, yeah, we went to where he yeah. went and was like, yeah. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, and I it was important. It was important to me um, to. I, I just had this desire to to live and worship um, in my community mm. closer to home. Mm-hmm. Now we don't live there anymore. Of course not. <laughs> of course, you know. Right. Um, but at the time, I was like, oh, that would just. I have this vision of going to church um, close to the place where I live mm-hmm. and being being all in in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the meantime, well, let me back up just a tiny bit. Um, I uh, went to West Otto High School. I went to Western um, for college, mm-hmm. Western Michigan University. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I was done with school, I uh, moved back home, didn't really have a job, um, but was working on it. And um, when I went back home, my dad was on the mission committee at, okay. at Harlem okay. Church, and they were organizing a trip to – he was not going, but he was part of the committee. And mm-hmm. they were um, organizing a trip that was going down to Guatemala okay. uh, on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. And there I was um, post-college, and, um, you know, I was not walking close with the Lord. Yeah. Um, I, knew, I, I, I knew Jesus, yep. um, but, you know, my yep. relationship was, yep. was not close. Um, and I just had this something stir in me. Um, looking back, I now know it was the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I wanted to go uh, visit a third world country. Right. I wanted to That'd travel. Cool. And mm-hmm. like, wouldn't that be, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of a neat experience to, to be a part of another culture. Right. Was my motive. Right. Um, so I said to my dad, hey, dad, is there room on the trip? Can I go? <laughs> <laughs> my dad about fell out of his chair. He was surprised. Uh, he was surprised. Exactly. He was kind of surprised okay. that I was interested in going. Mm. Um, and exactly. It's exactly what he did. He was like, hmm. <laughs> and he said, um, let me check. And lo and behold, there was still space okay. available. And I asked how much it cost. And he said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you're going. He was like, you're going. Yes, it was, there was no price right, tag here. Right. Right. Because yes. as a parent, you want, mm-hmm. you want your child to mm-hmm. have um, an experience like this. Totally. Um, what I did not know is how God was going to work mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. on that trip. Mm-hmm. And um, 
went with one motive and um, God had a different plan for me. Yeah. And it was just kind of a really special time. Um, and that is a, a pivotal, I would say, point in my testimony. Um, went with, there was some some kids going. When I say kids, like uh, some of the youth group were mm-hmm. going. Their youth pastor was going. Dave Roberts. Okay, yeah. Uh, Dave was on mm-hmm. the trip. I did not know Dave. Okay. But um, just in a few couples that were going um, and it was fun. Was we it? were just having a good yeah. time. Yeah. And we um, built a couple houses. Okay. We did some medical clinics and the entire time I just kept having this like real obvious like stirring mm-hmm. in my heart mm-hmm. and I didn't even really know at the time especially w- yeah. what that was. Right. But I do remember laying in the bottom bunk one day mm. and having just this like I prayed to God that mm. um if this was all real, okay. that that it would be revealed to me, right? That I needed to make some major changes mm-hmm. in my life, um, and that involved like maybe some of my community, some of my college yeah. friends that yeah. I I held near and dear, mm-hmm. um, great friends mm-hmm. that I just need to put some space, yeah. Um, between them and me at this time. Right, right. Um, to see what it is that God was doing in my life. Right, and, wow. um And so I came back home, and uh, you may not know this either, but I worked at Craig's Cruisers. You did? I did for a lot of no years. No way. Mm-hmm. And um, I was, I ended up being the general manager there wow. um, right out of college. And that's not what my long-term plan was. It was a, a job. Same, it was a job. Yeah. And um, I knew the family quite okay. well. Okay. Um, got to know the family that owned the business quite well. And um, anyways, uh, I remember uh, Dave coming in and asking if I wanted to help with youth group. Mm. And I was like, oh, oh, not sure about that. But okay, mm. well, I'll think about it. Yeah. Um, I, again, in my mind, I needed to be, I needed to be almost like ah, perfect. Mm-hmm. Not perfect is mm-hmm. the word. I just didn't know if I was ready for that. Yet. Right. I just had this that major responsibility life. of yeah. these. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm not quite mentor mm-hmm. material, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Yeah, but yes. maybe and he was like, "Oh, come on." He's like, "Don't you're selling yourself." He's like, "Just come." Okay. Right? Yep. Yep. But um and anyways, um so I started doing that and then I continued working at Crooks Cruisers mm-hmm. and then another guy came in um working at Youth for Christ and it was just one of those things too mm-hmm. and he was like, "Hey, would you ever um would you ever consider ministry like full time? And again, I was just like, oh, "What is happening? <laughs> no." <laughs> Do you know? I yes. actually, you know what it was. I, it, let's circle back to the soils. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in the egg carton. Got it. Yes. I, 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 so I, shallow. That, there that, was nothing. That, that mm-hmm. little sprout was mm-hmm. not very high. You're right. You right. Know? So yeah, I was like excited and was like, was I growing? But, okay, fast forward, I did start working did. Um, mm-hmm. at Youth for Christ, mm-hmm. and then I had to tell my parents that um, I also needed to raise my own money to work, <laughs> and that was special, too. Yes. <laughs> they, were, they were like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. Um, again, huge leap of faith. Um, mm. And another girl that I worked with at Craig's Cruise, I'm sorry, this is taking so long. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. Mm. <laughs> it's good. Um, she uh, she was my friend, and um, she was also uh, a believer, mm. and she became my close friend. And uh, Kate, oh yeah, and um, I left Craig's Cruisers 
to work at Youth for Christ. I also, she was working at Craig's Cruisers. She left Craig's Cruisers to come to, to Youth for Christ. Mm-hmm. And then we all left Youth for Christ. And now she's working with me uh, at Apple. Isn't that cool? Isn't that God cool? Just uses, so cool. Yes. 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 Um, but you were obedient, not, not totally um, excited about being obedient, but you were obedient. Yeah. That's awesome. And there's my testimony. Mm-hmm. And, oh, so coming to Victory mm-hmm. Point, uh, Scott and I, uh, through Harlem, we're going on the same mission trip. Yep. I've been a few times now to Guatemala. Okay. Yep. And we were in an airport. We were with Harlem. And um, Chad Vanderholst was on our trip. Oh. Um, coming with Harlem. Right. Because he had connections there. Okay. And so we just got to know him super mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I go to Victory Point. And I'm like, hey, we've been checking that out. We know Matt, this yeah. and that. And yeah. we just kind of created a friendship. Cool. And um, that's how we started coming Rest here to, to Victory Point. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. There it is. So yes. here we are. Well, thanks for sharing that. Okay. We're so happy you <laughs> so, guys are So this here. is the done. This is, we're done with this this segment. Yes. <laughs> I just took up the entire no, time. No, we still have some time. Okay, we're sorry. still good. We okay, are we're we only at eight minutes. We get up to 15. <laughs> Okay. So we have time. So we did talk about the soil number three, which is the uh, seed that falls among the thorns and mm-hmm. the thorn bushes and the weeds, the thorny and weedy soil. Mm-hmm. What do you think that represents? Did we read it? Did we read this? Did we read our scripture? No, we I didn't. I think we read our scripture. We yet, should yeah. read our scripture first. Before okay, we're we... reading it from the message this time. I'm going to take it away. Take it away. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. From the message, mm-hmm. chapter 13. At about the same time, Jesus left the house and sat on the beach. In no time at all, a crowd gathered along the shoreline, forcing him to get into a boat, using the boat as a pulpit. He addressed his congregation, telling stories. I can relate. Can relate. <laughs> What do you make of this? A farmer planted seed. As he scattered the seed, some of it fell on the road, and the birds ate it. Some fell in the gravel. It sprouted quickly but didn't put down roots. So when the sun came up, it withered just as quickly. Some fell in the weeds. As it came up, it was strangled by the weeds. Some fell on good earth and produced a harvest beyond his wildest dreams. Are you listening to this? Really listening? Fast forward to verse 18. Study the story of the farmer planting seed. When anyone hears news of the kingdom and doesn't take it in, it just remains on the surface. And so the evil one comes along and plucks it right out of that person's heart. This is the seed the farmer scatters on the road. The seed cast in the gravel, this is the person who hears and instantly responds with with enthusiasm. But there is no soil of character, and so when the emotions wear off and some difficulty arrives, there is nothing to show for it. The seed cast in the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news, but weeds of worry and illusions about getting more and wanting everything under the sun strangle what was heard and nothing comes of it. The seed cast on good earth is the person who hears and takes in the news and then produces a harvest beyond his wildest dreams. Great. Now... We're on we soil three. We got this. Today, Wednesday, March 29th. Soil number three, the thorny and weedy soil. So mm. what do you think that represents? I mean, I just feel like when I picture thorns, I picture something kind of like entangling you, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, and they're sharp mm-hmm. and they hurt when you touch them mm-hmm. because we've all done it. We've all been in our garden yes. or like pulling weeds and yes. you pulled the wrong thing. Yes. And no and, gloves on. And you and have no gloves mm-hmm. on. Yep. Yeah. And it hurts. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, 
for me, for my own heart, that would be just things of this world that I get caught up yeah. in that aren't fruitful. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. whatever whatever that may be, maybe it's worry. Right. Um, anything that's that's not from God. Yes. Right? Yes. That's not a fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We can we can get choked out yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah, right? I think even distractions. I mean, we're so distracted. There's so many things. Like I was, this is overcrowded lives. You know, we have no room for anything to get in there. Busyness. Busyness. Yeah. I think that is a weapon. Oh my word! That yes. Satan just loves to use. Yes. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, but you're right. The distractions, mm-hmm. and there's so many. So many. I mean, I know for me. I mean, just just put my phone away. Exactly. Stop the scrolling. Exactly. I'm. I. Oh my word! Right. Every time I get on this podcast, I say I need to get off my phone. I need to get in God's word, and mm-hmm. then for a few days, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. Uh, it's horrible. I know. I know. And then when you do. It's so fruitful. I know. <laughs> and you're like, why is, because Satan is also powerful. Yep. yep. And Satan loves to distract. And, yep. you know, um, I don't know. I just picture when I think of thorns and, and um, uh, you know, like I said before, this like the, the twirling, like the wrapping yeah. around yeah. you and suffocating. Yes. You. Yeah. You know? Yes. And before you know it, I mean, it's but you're suddenly like, coming you're choked out. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you can hardly breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And Have you then, been there? Yeah. I know. Same. <laughs> yeah. And it's terrifying. It is terrifying. And God says, no, this is not from me. Exactly. I know. I know. Yeah, it's not from him. It's, but, yeah. But, and, I, and I think it's important to, you know, that we, what are you surrounding yourself with? Yes. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Yes. Um, that might be thorny mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that might be kind of suffocating yeah. and um, distracting you yeah. away from the word yeah. away from um, the things that God would have for you away from your purpose um, and the plan that's set before each of us mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and if and if it's not if it's not of if it's not of God and it's not his plan then it's then it's a thorn and, yeah. it, and it needs to be pulled out yeah yeah it needs to be pruned out yeah the world is so you need to be busy all the time. You get, if you're sitting around, you're not productive. I yeah. mean, it's just – and then, yeah, you're, the technology is great, but it's also – it came on because they thought it would give us more time to do – Right. Be, be not having to do – but it, it's consumed us. And, you know, another thing with it, too, is um, it has made us accessible yes. to oh, too yes. much information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And real-time yeah. information yes. that's not all true. Exactly. And so there's a real distraction mm-hmm. there. And it's a mm-hmm. really easy for me to get um, to get caught up in things that a lot of times aren't even true. I know. Because we have this accessibility to real-time yes. um to comments, to, yes. to things yes. that it's like, man, I know. this is not. I know. This, I know. This is not healthy. It is not. I, I like to be informed, mm-hmm. but sometimes I can get myself to be too informed. Like if I would just go a week probably without any of that, would it change my life? No. It would make my life better. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think I can change the world by not. I'm not changing the world by looking at this stuff. No. It's just changing me. Yeah. So I know. Yep. Yeah. I think it's just, um, and I think even, you know, I think about the kids that you work with, you know, how they just have that is huge for them, you mm-hmm. know. Even at in middle school, they're, <sighs> you know, they have their phones and they have all this access to things that 
Ugh. And it's so hard to, as a parent, to, I mean, to find that line mm-hmm. of, I'm going to let you have this, but not that. Yeah. And now I need to monitor yes. this and um, make sure that I, I can trust, mm-hmm. um, you know, the things that are on your phone. Because you can't, here's what I, I have found for me personally, mm-hmm. this is not for everyone, but I can't fight it. I can't say right. that you, you're not having right. this or that. Right. I, I could. You could. I could. Um, I'm not sure... <laughs> How do I say this? Um, the phones are always going to be there. They are. They're they have gonna, to be able to learn how to manage. They're, they're not them. going away. They're not going away. The social media is not going it's away. It's not. So right. now I have to figure out mm-hmm. how to manage mm-hmm. it. Yes. How to control yes. it. How to and uh, how to like teach them how to appropriately respond exactly. mm-hmm. to situations or read things to, that don't shouldn't be reading these yeah. things. And you, yeah. Yes. Um, you know the phone. Okay. It needs to be plugged in on the counter at a certain yes. time. Yes. You know, like those yes. sort of things because it's, um, it's, it's hard. It's hard. I can't imagine. I'm doing that Mama Bear Apologetics um, group on Wednesday nights and, and just the book is like way – like it's so much. And I can't – like my kids, we, I didn't have to deal with that when yeah. they were – it was just – and everybody's like, man, we're kind of jealous of that. You know, you didn't have to just deal with all this stuff that but, – but there's still a point where I just let – you know, I probably didn't do it well. They had things in their life, but, you know, they went to Christian school. They went to church. So I wasn't that intentional about teaching them some things, which probably now I would have been more intentional because mm-hmm. of the things that are out there. But mm-hmm. but it just trips you up. And I just, yeah, it's very it's very tough. And soil number three is I think a lot of people live in a soil number three situation. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. And I, I also wonder, too, you know, I think – I hover a lot of times if I would, you know, look at these mm-hmm. soils. I probably hover <laughs> around three and four. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do I wish I would, my, the, the condition of my heart was, was at a four? Was that, it was great yeah. and, yeah. and producing all of these crops and, and mm-hmm. fruit and mm-hmm. abundance yeah. and 30, 60, yeah. 100 times right. a harvest? <laughs> yeah, I do wish I that. But the truth is, I probably live more. Mm. With the thorns, mm-hmm. than I than I would like to, mm-hmm. you yes. know. But but it just takes that time. That it we does. Take. It it's takes cultivation. The, yes. And say, yes. I have to. I have to do some pruning. Yes. And there's got to be intentionality about that. You know, yes. like you can't it keep adding things to your count to your day unless you take something out. You're not gonna. So yeah, that's just what I'm trying to. You got. Do I make space in my days and weeks to spend time with God? Because mm-hmm. if I don't, that's when I, the things the worries and all the other stuff just gets choked chokes me mm-hmm. you know and makes agree. me unfruitful and you know another thing i wrote down too was um you know when we when the root systems when we tell when we tell our kids or when you go out to, to pull roots right because yeah. we know that if the if there's the 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 soil is sharing its nutrients yes. right mm-hmm. with other things mm-hmm. yes so you can't just go out. How often do I go out and I like pull up a root and like just the top part yeah. came out? It's <laughs> super annoying. Oh, so annoying. So you really got to work mm-hmm. and like get your, get your get your hands and your fingers down there and get the whole base of that root. Yes. And when it comes up, isn't it gratifying? It is so cool. <laughs> yes. It's like and some weeds like, are so much easier than yes. other ones, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes, so sometimes, you know, a lot of times I'll pull up a bunch and the roots didn't come out. Yeah. And so, okay. That's frustrating. And then you got to get out, like, the weed, uh, what is the, 
what's the weed killer? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's something that's yeah. safe and <laughs> chemicals and yes. whatever. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to spray it. And mm-hmm. then you have to actually spray, like, basically you're putting poison I into know. the root. Because exactly. you only got the top part yes. out. Or else you're going to wait and it's just going to come up in the next couple of weeks yeah. again. The same weed's going to come back up again. So, yeah, yeah you just have to. Because they take over the good soil. Mm-hmm. They do. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Um, and they use up all the nutrients. Yeah. That should be used so f- for the good true. things, the so beautiful true. things, Great the things analogy. that that, yes. that produce fruit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and so once you pull those out, all of that stuff can be focused on yes. just one thing. Yes. Great analogy. I love that. Yeah. We'll leave our listeners with that. Get those get those weeds pulled out from the root. From the root. So the nutrients yep. That's can right. keep going. Awesome. Thanks for listening. We'll be in your ears again tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.